0: I'm Barb Demaray, and you're listening to What's Next Conversations with Boomers. Welcome back, Mela. Welcome back. Welcome back. We've been on a bit of a hiatus the last few weeks that were completely unintentional, right?
1: Right. We didn't intend, it's just the way it worked out. I think we we were just living our best summer lives.
0: I I think we were. Among the many, many things we're all becoming more aware of in our changing world is that we all absolutely must do our part to save the planet. Some of us do better than others, but I thought we'd take some time to, first of all, have a conversation with a boomer around habits we adopted during the 60s versus what we do now. Did we do some things better back then? And what did we do that contributed to destroying the planet back in the 60s? Before I introduce our guest, I want to cite some facts that I thought would be interesting for us to know regarding landfills. What breaks down easily and what does not? Often when things that we discard end up in landfills, we really don't stop to think how long it takes to decompose and what happens to it? Where does it go? So some of these facts might surprise you. So here's just a few. Cigarette butts, 18 months to 10 years. Foamed plastic cups, 50 years, that's five zero. Wet wipes, a hundred years. What? Nylon fabrics, 30 to 40 years. Tin, 50 years. Cotton t-shirts, six months. Synthetic fabric, over a hundred years. Aluminum cans, 80 to 100 years. Sanitary pads and tampons, over 25 years. Disposable diapers, just get this up to 500 years what vegetables five days to a month paper waste two to six weeks so of course i could have given a much longer list but that certainly gives us the picture and all this stuff is in landfill okay so my guest today is my friend and neighbor chris simonson who i consider to be the queen the queen of sustainable living I don't know anybody better. She was recycling and reusing when I first met her 30 years ago. I remember at the height of the pandemic, I couldn't find paper towel anywhere. And Chris said, I have some you can have because I never use it. Oh Oh, gosh. Okay, welcome Chris. Hello. (laughs) Thanks so much for coming on. I, I I absolutely know that you're you're the best the best person of all. Okay, so let's first of all do a little look back at the way things were when we were growing up in the '60s. So, what lifestyle habits do you remember from the '60s that we could put into the sustainability category?
2: There wasn't a lot of leftover things from our homes because there wasn't. I mean, you know, our family, neither of our families bought a lot of things, it didn't Mm -hmm. come in a lot of packaging if they did. I mean, of course, we bought food and essentials, but there wasn't a lot of spending, first of all, I think, I mean, you know, other than trying to provide like for my family, which was 10 people. So I don't recall there being a lot of garbage, which is interesting I mean obviously there was there was but I mean there was compost garbage which went into the compost because we had to make that in order to add it to the soil that you know went on the garden that grew things for us right so I mean my father had a hot house which he grew beautiful tomatoes and cucumbers and there was a big garden and you know so composting was was a normal thing for us there was newspapers um because my parents got the newspaper, we had burnable garbage. And so we did burn things, which obviously wasn't, you know, environmentally friendly, but there were burnable garbage, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And then, um, you know, like, when you you come from a family of eight kids, there's, there's lots of your things were handed down from one person to another. So, you know, I, I don't recall there being like, a lot of garbage in that respect from, you know, because we just couldn't wait for a clothing item to be outgrown and brought down to us because we wanted it, you know, and we could finally have it and not have to sneak it to wear it. Right. So I don't, I don't know. Um,
0: a lot of the things were were we, we did it for practical reasons, not because we're trying to save the planet, just no, because it was. And also, as you say that we did not have the packaging back then, all of this sort of ready to go food just wasn't available. You think about all the, you know, stuff that you can buy that's all in. I mean, I don't remember being able to go out and buy a sandwich in the grocery store or a a salad or not um, not ready all of that stuff. And that's that's all. Yeah, all in plastic packaging. Yeah, there
2: wasn't any ready to go food. And of course, my mother prepared everything from scratch, scratch. Yes, right. Everything was purchased in season too so in the early days you had to can things to be able to have them in the winter and I still remember when my mom got a deep freeze and it was like gonna save her hours and hours of canning because she would just be able to freeze things now so you know all of our summer berries and we picked we picked you know wild berries as well as bought berries and then we they went into the freezer and that was the only way you could have them in the winter right so um, vegetables the same way. Right. So I mean, we definitely had tin cans, and canned foods. And I remember even as a kid, those were recycled. So that really? Was, yeah. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. oh, so in the 60s, you had what they called recycling. I'm,
2: I'm pretty sure the cans went to the recycling. Yeah.
0: Oh, gosh, we definitely didn't have such a thing in Prince George.
2: Yeah. So I can't remember there being like, a ton of garbage, of course. I mean, to this day, I mean, you know, my sister lives just outside of Victoria and she doesn't have garbage pickup. And so she she has very little garbage because of course she recycles everything and composts everything. And then she has a little bit of food waste, which she freezes and then gives to her son to put in his food waste bin because she doesn't have one where she lives, right? But
0: oh my but gosh,
2: she has very little garbage because she doesn't have garbage pickup.
0: Hmm.
2: so you know I mean people still do that but I don't remember us having a lot of garbage either
0: Hmm. Okay. well we lived we didn't have a big, Um, we had a big garden after we left we being my my family but it was in a home that was, was not the home that we grew up in except we did have raspberry bushes which got picked every year and made into pies mm-hmm. mostly gosh I mean I just remember absolutely everything going into the garbage and I was thinking you know we didn't we didn't we weren't huge consumers because in Prince George, there wasn't a lot of places to buy things. There was only a few stores and there certainly wasn't Amazon or any kind of online. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, some of the habits that we adopted, it was just because it wasn't a conscious way of living. It was just the way it was. It
2: was. Yeah. Yeah. And as I said, I mean, there wasn't a lot of extra spending going on in my family because there, it simply wasn't afforded. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so it was pretty well, the, basics. I mean, I can still remember how excited you were when it was back to school, and you got a new pair of shoes.
0: Yeah, everybody got new shoes. For everybody school. got yep. new
2: shoes for school. And that was it one pair of, you know, of, of shoes. And then that's what you
0: wore for the year for the yeah.
2: whole year. And you know, the rubber boots were handed down from one to the next, because, you know, they could easily do more than one child. But um, yeah, like, or, or even like, school supplies. It was just like, you got, you got new pencil crayons or new whatever at that time. So we didn't get a lot of new things at any other time of the year. I mean, obviously a few things at Christmas, but no, we didn't get a lot of things. Right. So I think in those days we were just less, we, we consumed less and that was probably because, um, you know, we couldn't afford it and
0: you didn't really have a choice.
2: No. And also there wasn't like, you know people didn't spend time going shopping and stuff like that, and there was no online shopping <laughs> I mean oh, no. you, had, you had to go to the store right so and where would you go right
0: right, right well, certainly, you know Victoria is much bigger than Prince George, I mean honestly
2: yes we had is.
0: we had a few that was it,
2: but we didn't really go on the shopping outings as I remember right mm. yeah.
0: we did things that contributed to maintaining the planet back then without even really knowing it, although gradually, we became more and more aware. I mean, I remember when they first started talking about the ozone layer, and we were destroying the ozone layer, and specifically with aerosol cans, and everybody was encouraged to stop using aerosol. But that was the first time I remember us being aware that things are not always going to be this way. And we are we are destroying the planet. And so since then, you know, we've learned about all sorts of other things. Okay. So last night, Chris, when we were talking about this, we decided to, because this isn't a really long podcast, to focus on the three R's Mm -hmm. for sustainability, and they are in a certain order for a reason. So the first thing, the most important thing is to reduce, Mm -hmm. then to reuse, Mm -hmm. and then to recycle. So let's just let's just expand on each of those. So so when you think of reducing, what do you do to reduce? I know you do a lot.
2: <laughs> I just try nowadays to think about what I buy because I don't really need anything anymore, right? So um, and reducing, I I guess I I guess buying things that are going to last for a really long time. So good quality that you're not going to be just, it's not going to wear out and you're just throwing it away. I mean, that you're going to have to re- I replace, mean, you it. know, I mean, I mean, for instance, we have many, many things in our home that we have always had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, you know, we've been married for 49 years, and we're still, you know, we still have the same bedroom suite that my father built for me. And, you know, we still have furniture that he built in my living room and we still have all of our dishes from when we were first married and we give stuff away obviously and and I mean the times when I give things away is when I do get something new to replace it but but how often do I get something new to replace it not very often like I'm still running here on on some you know things that I've had forever
0: Well, Chris, you know, you are the exception because we, (laughs) we live in a, in a consumer driven society and, um, most very few people, I think I might be wrong, but very few people can say they've had the same bed for 49 years, not the same Same bed for not the same mattress, (laughs) the same bed frame, but the same, you know, same dishes, same because we, you know, we are bombarded with advertising, with, influencers now with all sorts of Mm -hmm. uh, you know outside influences that make us believe that you know we're going to be happier if we upgrade and we buy all these things and and I mean (laughs) I just thought about you know when we were growing up you bought things to last and to last did not mean 10 years to last meant like 40 years Mm -hmm. so that was that was the norm. And but that is no longer things apparently have a life of about 10 years.
2: Yeah. And then what happens to them? Exactly. Well, I got a new refrigerator. um, After after redecorating my kitchen, not when I did the kitchen, but sometime later. And I hope that it will last as long as the last one did, I got given a stove that had been through two people before me. That is Nicer than the one that I had, and so I put that one in here because you know it it looked better. But it's it's like twenty years old, right? So you don't need to replace things unless they're broken, right? But a lot of times people do because they just choose to have a nicer one. I mean, as long as it's an energy efficient unit, then then that's all you sh- you, you need to think about, right? So I don't know. I think the biggest thing is to reduce your consumption.
0: We'll be right back.
2: There's lots of things that you can get away with secondhand. I mean, reusing, right? So, um, and reusing is 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 a is a huge thing, especially for for young families nowadays, where where they have little kids and little kids don't keep things for a long time or you don't need them for a long time. So, you know, it's really a, a good idea to be able to reuse, you know, stuff for children as well. Right. Which I see a lot of people doing. I see like the young moms that are friends of mine, I see them, you know, keeping something for as long as they need it and then selling it on market- marketplace and, and looking for something that they need on marketplace. Right.
0: Right. I, I see that a lot of the things are getting rotated, which yeah. really makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think I don't consider myself a huge consumer, but I certainly consume more than you do. I know that for one thing, I'm very influenced by trends in home decor. Mm. And, um, you know, I watch I watch <laughs> home decor YouTube channels. Okay, this and this is this completely out. If you've got that in your house, get rid of it. Okay, it's, now we have this and this. Oh, and I you know, Oh God, I've got that. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I'll take that off my wall. Okay. Um, <laughs> no more words on your wall. I've got to think. Well, actually, I still have it there. That sign that says gather. That little that little I, I never, I never so got real- the
2: words on the wall when they became trendy. So I don't have to get rid of the words. So you on don't the have wall. to get rid of it,
0: but but I did. And <laughs> I now did. they're saying don't, those are that's out. That's no good. That's tacky. That's and, and you know, all sorts of things and different styles of lighting and and you know we went from carpeting to to hardwood and i mean and i do get caught up in all those mm. trends i really do which requires more buying right right and um i you know my home is really important to me and i love a well decorated home and and there's tr- like everything like fashion there's trends right so i just i just have to yeah i just have to be Conscious of that?
2: Yeah, I feel like I have enough stuff that I can rotate through things. So like I don't I don't buy much in the way of homewares at all because really there's I seem to have collected over the years, either either been given as gifts or or also sometimes purchased secondhand. But it's almost like I I just rotate through different decorations as sort of the seasons go. But so I don't I mean. I guess maybe my house is just always the same, Barb. Would you say?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I just think in terms of your home, you—it's completely personal, and I don't—I don't, you know. There is no. I just have my own sort of standards, but they don't apply to everybody. It, mm-hmm. It's just sort of my thing. But I, I think that you know, there's lots of times I don't. What am I buying this for? Mm-hmm. I, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. But I know, you know, because I do. I do follow you know, home decor people and, and they do recommend repurposing. So a picture that you might have in your bedroom, maybe try putting it in the living room where it seems like moving, you know, it's new.
2: Yeah. I reuse and, and buy, I give away, I buy things secondhand if I want something new. Um, but, but I, where I really see it and I, and I didn't do this myself, but, um, Certainly now with like Jackie, like my daughter-in-law is expecting a baby and her registry is a list of things that she wants. And then she tells you where you can buy them secondhand.
0: Secondhand, yeah, that's that's fantastic.
2: My daughter and my daughter-in-law, they're very, very focused on being zero waste. So they, they try to live this way all the time. So she doesn't want new things. She wants used things, um, she's going to be using cloth diapers, which uh, is pretty unusual, I think, in this day and age. I mean, I used cloth diapers for all of my three children. So um, I, know. <laughs> I didn't have disposables. Well, I had I had a few. I mean, I, I, it's not like I never used a disposable diaper, but I actually use cloth diapers for all of my kids. And Jackie is going to be using cloth diapers. And I can't say as I know any young mums, other than her that are using cloth diapers I mean I know there are obviously but in my personal experience it's her right so she will have a diaper service to start with when the baby's a newborn and then she will use cloth diapers and as I said everything she has on her list of needs is secondhand being asked for secondhand yeah
0: wow wow I, well, cloth diapers, there was a bit of a trend when we are, you know, when my kids, when our kids our yeah. and my kids were born at the same time. And a lot of people were using cloth diapers, but then it just seemed to phase out because I think people just thought, forget this. Like I was yeah. one of those people two months. I think I had Mark and cloth diapers for and I said, oh God. I mean, you know, not proud of it. No, not, not proud. I didn't know
2: that. I mean, it, it is interesting because, you know, we grew up. You and I, Barb, with our moms at home. They didn't work outside of the home. Yeah. You know, they they did all this preserving and cooking and like, you know, that was their job, right? Yeah. And and I grew up like that. And of course, the first thing that we had to do when we finished school was get a job. And, you know, we worked and and, you know, blah, blah, blah. We got married and had kids and still worked. And so, of course, you know, I was always trying to to live two lives, like trying to be in the modern world where I was working and, and but trying to be in the in, in the world I grew up in, where I was being like the cook, the cleaner, the, the preserver, the, mm-hmm. you know, blah, 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 doing
0: everything, doing everything.
2: Yep. So, you know, I guess they it, it got to the next generation and people said, For- forget that I'm not doing that. Like, that's just way too hard. And yeah, so, well,
0: because there's only so many hours in the day. And exactly. as you say, our moms were all home all day.
2: And then it became it became more convenient, because a lot of moms were working full time. So that's where the disposable diapers and the convenience and all of these things,
0: baby wipes, all that, baby all wipes. that stuff. But look
2: at look at how long it takes to for a one.
0: I know I had no well, I had no idea.
2: I mean, I didn't use baby wipes either, because I, of course you didn't, I know I used little cloths in a bag,
0: right? Yeah. And Jackie will use little cloths in a bag. There'd be no, okay. I just want to, I just want to give a shout out to the millennials right now, because I, I don't know if Claire's had one since she was been in Toronto, but Mm -hmm. in Vancouver, she and her friends regularly had, and Clara has hosted many, many yeah. clothing swaps. And mm-hmm. I just think that is such a great idea for reusing.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you do that, Mela? Clothing
1: swaps? Um, I, per, I have not, I've not.
0: Well, you know, it's okay to admit that.
1: Hey. But I do, sh- I do shop at, um, I live in a neighborhood called Parkdale and there's a few, um, like vintage clothing stores around me. So I frequent those Mm -hmm. a lot. So a lot of my, I wouldn't say not most of my wardrobe, but I do have certain pieces that I have acquired vintage. Like I have some, I have vintage clothing. Um, But yeah, it's definitely a combination of that. And also I don't shop that much. Mm -hmm. Um, I've, I've, I have clothes that I've had since this is kind of embarrassing, but I have like, I have some clothes that I've had since like, <laughs> I was 12 years old. <laughs> well, I, I say, yeah, good
0: on you. Still like, and cool. you still wear them? Still like, still I still are- wear
1: them. Yeah, like, so I have like the, I have this like um, swim shorts that I used to wear during like swim practice. Mm-hmm. They're Nikes and I've just, I just love them. And I I don't know that I was keeping them for any other like, you know, Ecological reasons, other than the fact that, like, I just like them and I've just had them and they still fit me. <laughs> so, so, why not? S- well, so that's I- probably the oldest article of clothing. <laughs> but I do have pieces that are like older than 10 years old that I still have in my wardrobe. Oh, gosh. We all, we, in our generation, we all
2: exactly I think this
0: dress is more than 10 years old, for oh, an, as, as an example. Yeah. I know that vintage shopping is quite trendy right now among your among your demographic Mella. Yeah. 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 I, I love it. I mean when Claire's here, we always go into vintage stores and um
2: gosh. Yeah, just have there's to come al- and look in our closets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got some things
0: (laughs) i know but i love it that you know they're all moving towards vintage shopping i mean this is this is such a great example of of reusing i've got a my really another good friend named chris is you know virtually her entire wardrobe is from what value village do you have value village in toronto
1: of course yeah of
0: course oh i guess it's is it worldwide anyway just about everything know. she wears is from Value Village, right? You know, purse, shoes, dress, pant, everything. And right. I think, yeah, I, I, it's inspiring. She just came over the other day and she had this incredible outfit on. And she, you know, she sort of models it. Value Village just bought it yesterday <laughs> and it was
1: gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah. We call we call it Boutique VV.
0: Boutique VV. Yeah. Okay. Boutique VV. I, and I'm all for it. I, I need to go to Boutique VV. And we'll be right back. Okay. So recycling. Mm-hmm we that is that is sort of the last resort i mean i think we all think that we're pretty great if we're recycling but when in fact you know it is better to focus more on reducing and reusing but recycling
2: right and uh, recycling is pretty straightforward i think nowadays right i mean it's, yep. and and we we do know barb that there are people that don't recycle um i i don't understand that myself because it gets picked up at your curbside it's it's just put things in a bin <laughs> or I know
0: or I a know. bag
2: and it's not a big deal and 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 of course nowadays um you know cities like the city of Burnaby where we live you know they can be fined if there's recycling in garbage right in
0: garbage yeah I know I know but I
2: mean nowadays of course we the, the focus on recycling has has is pretty out there and I mean it, it's um you know, the collection for recycling is weekly, whereas garbage is only two weekly, right? Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah, probably
0: every two weeks, right.
2: So, I mean, we should be all recycling. It's pretty straightforward. There's, you know, one bag for paper and, and paper board, and there's one bin for tins and plastic and stuff. I mean, the real goal is to get less containers. Um, so it's really... I guess um like today I rode my bike to the bulk barn with my own containers to fill up. Okay. To get you know
0: 10 out of 10 seed, Chris.
2: seeds and and no but I mean that's just a thing that people you can I know but that. you see you
0: didn't go in your car you went on your bike. No, I went with out. your containers. Yes. So buying in bulk.
2: So buying in bulk up in your own container like i've got these you know cloth bags that are specifically for food or i take a plastic container today it was mainly cloth cuz it was on my bike but um you know that you can do that i mean my 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 kids do that like that's routine for them so i mean i don't know uh, i think it Bella,
0: chris's <laughs> daughter-in-law and daughter no gar- they have no garbage no garbage zero waste well that's their goal
2: that's their goal yeah
0: but i mean it's mind-boggling and we do in in terms of recycling it is really great when you see something that you are going to buy and it's made from recycled material it's it's nice to be able to support that i mean lots and lots and lots of things now are being made with recycled plastic yes yeah
2: yeah but even, um, you know, there's places where you can go to get your cleaning supplies in your own containers. Um, you know, we we go to a refill shop for like household you know, dishwasher soap, laundry soap, um, you know, dishwashing soap, all those things that you use cleaning, you, you take your own container and you fill it up and then you just keep going back to that particular store and do that again. Um, I buy my toilet paper there because it comes in paper um, oh, packaging. really, yeah, so as opposed to plastic, yeah, so I mean, there's lots of little things. I mean, it's not hard to you know figure it out. it just it it's just a different mindset, right? So, I mean, of course, you know, of course, we still go to Costco and buy things there, but I tend to try to minimize the packaging and as and most often go to um you know places where you're not getting a lot of packaging if you go to the butcher you can get your your you know like if you're buying meat products you can get them in paper instead of styrofoam Mm -hmm. and plastic and there's lots of little tiny hints right but it reduces your amount of garbage and then also it reduces the amount of recycling as well yeah because it just it is it's just like well, I, I, you know, it's just like when you see what goes into the recycle, you like, well, how do they cope with that, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, is it really being recycled? I don't know. I mean, you know, one of my pet peeves is water bottles.
0: Oh like, gosh! Like yeah. individual. I haven't bought a yeah. water bottle in. in I don't indiv- know, like years.
2: you know, I mean, you see people buying flats of water bottles, and I'm like, I know why are they doing that.
1: Yeah. It still blows my mind that they're still for sale yeah i know like who who are who who are still buying these bottles yeah. um like i can understand like those big jugs mm-hmm. like let's say you're going camping mm-hmm. those big jugs are yep. they're like they're they're good to have um for drinking water if you're you know exactly. gonna be somewhere where you don't have running water exactly but like those giant like costco size individually bottled water like it Drives me crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't
0: be surprised if, if you know, not far from now, uh, they'll be banned. Uh, they they'll ban them altogether. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because everybody everybody can have a water bottle. they you know everybody. Yeah. Most people. I've have I've wa-
1: gotten like glass water bottles, like from the store, like yep. out of just desperation one day because I was so hot. Oh, so water. In the I, glass? But I kept it. Yeah, you know those like fancy oh, Voss. Uh, bottled water yeah 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 yeah
2: right
1: yeah i was just like desperate i mean um, i'm
2: not gonna say i've never bought a bottle of water right because you know times when when you're parched and you didn't bring yours or whatever i mean i'm not yes i'm not perfect i i just try to minimize my impact as as a guest Mm -hmm. thing you know like so
1: yeah you know, but I've kept that bottle. (laughs) Have you kept the bottle? Yeah. Yes. It's on my counter. Good. Well, yeah, I think that's the goal is to, is to,
0: I mean, none of us are perfect. And obviously there are going to be times when you're going to buy, as you say, Chris, you are parched and there's a plastic bottle full of water, but it's, it's aiming Mm -hmm. to, um, to minimize, to, yeah. to minimize. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So aiming to reduce, aiming to re- reuse and aiming to recycle yep. in that order.
1: Yeah. And making wiser choices when you're shopping. Yes. totally. Yes. Yeah. Do I really need this?
0: And, uh, you know, ha- have I, I, as I say, I am very influenced by home decor trends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I've got to replace my pillow covers now. Okay. I- okay, different color schemes are <laughs> happening. Okay, got to get on to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's tons more to say. We haven't touched on carbon footprint. Oh my god. No. There's there's lots and lots more that we could say, but I think we've sort of covered some basics here and Chris, you've been an incredible inspiration. I I I know people are going to Mm. Oh my God! Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> I don't do all that. But yeah. to start the conversation might inspire them to start. Exactly. Exactly. It just takes
0: one small step. Thanks again, Chris, nope, for nope, doing nope. this. Because as I say, I know that your habits are going to be an inspiration to many people listening. And um, Nell and I were just saying, even, even if it changes people to, you know, one small change. Mm-hmm is, is, you know, everything, it's just, we do things in baby steps, and then it's just so much easier to adopt a habit and make it part of your.
2: Yeah, sometimes life. it takes time initially, right? But once you continue to do things in a certain way, it gets easier. So um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, and, and I mean, you know, one more thing, Barb, I mean, of course, you know, we're, I'm retired as you are. So I, I am sensitive to the fact that I have a lot more time than um, other people. But But I do see I see a lot of um, young people that are very, very conscientious as well, because, you know, they're worried about their world. And, you know, especially, you know, families that have small children coming along, et cetera. So there's lots of people that think and do even, you know, like way more than I do, for sure. I yeah. know,
0: I know. There's certainly there's been a, a rise in consciousness mm-hmm. around this um, among among younger people. Absolutely, yeah. It, it it's what what I find discomforting is the massive amount of consumerism be, that is just pushed on everybody. And mm-hmm. uh, You know, I admitted to partially being guilty of that myself. I don't I don't have a huge amount of clothes, but you know influencers that i follow it's the home decor stuff but lifestyle stuff and i bought this and then i bought another one and then i bought another one we're going to change up this we're going to we're going to get new this we're going to you know this and i and i just keep thinking my god this is just massive massive consumerism we just cannot be doing this
2: i know it is um it's tough i mean i try to if i'm buying something i'm trying to support a local a local person yeah. or yes. um, an artist. Um, yeah, yeah. I just I don't, you know, like even if I buy something like clothing, like this T shirt I'm wearing that you can't really see, it, it's made in Vancouver by a Vancouver designer, right? So even that's what when, we
0: want to aim towards. Even is... though
2: I bought this new, mm-hmm. um, you know, I it it came from a local source, right? So yeah. and I see, local. I see that you know shop local um, with with. Yeah, food and other things and, uh, you know, stop ordering from, you know, online, I guess is really what it is and having it delivered to your door. So I I will say,
1: I will say there are companies getting better at um, packaging their merchandise. They are. Yes. Uh, um, Like I ordered this blazer not too long ago. I'm a millennial, so I do a lot of online shopping. Um, But it arrived in a box, and inside there was no plastic. The blazer itself was just wrapped in paper tissue. Right. So it was like, it was nice. I was surprised, because most places have, it's, it was in a box, and then it, you open the box, and it's in another box. Mm-hmm. And then inside the other box, there's a packaging. And then it, within the packaging, there's another piece of plastic that you have to open, and then your merchandise is in a plastic bottle.
2: I I, I have to admit, I did order something, well, a bra, actually, online, because it was kind of the same as the one I already had, and it came from the company in a box in just a piece of tissue as well.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good. I was like,
2: whoa, that was good. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Think about the packaging of electronics. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, Just so much. I mean yeah. And it's cool. nice how you know, so many stores ask you, Do you need a bag? Not everybody, but a lot of times people will ask, you know, do you do you need a bag? And and that's that's good. That Chris, thank you again. Um, you were the perfect guest and I knew you would be, and I knew we would all learn a ton from you and be inspired by how you live and also how your daughter and daughter in law live and don't consume and reuse and repurpose all of that so thank you so much for coming on
2: my pleasure
1: what's next is written and created by barb demaray it is produced edited and engineered by mella find us on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts and make sure you subscribe to find out what's next conversations with boomers